Hello, this is Julia and Brian from the American Chamber of Commerce in Taiwan with a special white paper edition of Taiwan Briefs. This month, AmCham Taiwan launched our most important advocacy document, the Taiwan White Paper. In early June, we presented the book containing 95 suggestions for improvements to Taiwan's trade and investment environment to the Taiwan government, some of which are included in today's briefs. Let's get to it. Progress on U.S.-Taiwan Trade Initiative Taiwan gains support from U.S. lawmakers Digital Visa Launched Taiwan's third wind farm inaugurated. These are some of the stories covered in this month's news brief from the American Chamber of Commerce in Taiwan. It's June 2023, and here's your Taiwan Brief. Progress on U.S.-Taiwan Trade Initiative the American Institute in Taiwan and Taiwan Economic and Cultural Representative Office in the U.S. have signed the first agreement under the U.S.-Taiwan Initiative on 21st Century Trade. The agreed-upon subject areas include trade facilitation, good regulatory practices, anti-corruption, services domestic regulation, and small and medium-sized enterprises. Seven further areas are still to be agreed on, with the goal of concluding negotiations on all issues by the end of this year. Many of AmCham's committees referenced the importance of a formal trade agreement between the U.S. and Taiwan, urging both governments to take bold action. To fully realize the benefits of the 21st Century Trade Initiative, a clear roadmap for how the agreement will be implemented is needed. This roadmap should outline both governments' specific timelines, actions, and responsibilities. AmCham calls on both sides to move forward on a bilateral trade agreement once the 21st century initiative negotiations are concluded. One theme running through the white paper includes good regulatory practices, which emphasizes greater transparency and more industry and public involvement in policy formulation. In particular, many committees called on the Taiwan government to stick to the 60-day public comment period, which allows the public and industry the opportunity to provide important input into new regulations. Taiwan gains support from U.S. lawmakers. U.S. Senator Marco Rubio reintroduced the Taiwan Representative Office Act with two other senators in May seeking to rename Taiwan's de facto embassy in Washington to the Taiwan Representative Office. In the U.S. House, Representatives John Curtis and Chris Pappas also introduced related legislation. Curtis said, It is long overdue to correctly name the de facto embassy of our longtime friend and ally, Taiwan. In another signal of increased support for Taiwan from the executive branch, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announced that the United States would soon provide significant additional security assistance to Taiwan through the Presidential Drawdown Authority, which allows speedy delivery of defense articles and services authorized by Congress last year. In our Messages to Washington section of the White Paper, AmCham calls on the American government to normalize visits by high-level U.S. officials, continue to promote Taiwan's inclusion in multilateral organizations, and implement the Taiwan Fellowship Program, which would increase mutual understanding and collaboration between civil servants on both sides. Taiwan Tackles Climate Change 
The legislative yen in May passed an organic law upgrading the Environmental Protection Administration to a new Ministry of the Environment. The new ministry would be given a larger budget and workforce to better tackle climate change and other pressing challenges. Several new agencies under the ministry will also be established, covering climate change, resource recycling and environmental management. In other legislative news, revisions to the Renewable Energy Development Act were approved in May, with provisions requiring newly built, expanded or altered structures to install rooftop solar panels. Other areas covered by the amendments were new provisions related to offshore wind power, hydropower and geothermal energy. AmCham is concerned in particular that the government will not meet its own 2015 net zero target and calls for more robust measures to be implemented. Decarbonization technology needs to be utilized to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and alternative sources of energy, such as geothermal power, should be legislated for. While the amended Renewables Act is a step in the right direction, a full-fledged geothermal law would unlock the potential of this energy source. Immigration Act Amended Taiwan has amended its Immigration Act to make it easier for family members of certain foreign nationals to gain permanent residence. The act will also protect the rights of foreign nationals who become widowed or divorced from their Taiwanese spouse, allowing them to remain in the country. Further amendments change the long-standing 183-day-per-year rule for residency to an average of 183 days within a five-year period. Other changes aim to attract and retain foreign talent, in the biggest amendments made to the Immigration Act in over 20 years. AmCham welcomes changes to immigration rules to make it easier for Taiwan to attract and retain talent fit for the 21st century. Several of our industry committees urge the government to pay more attention to cultivating talent, as many sectors of the economy are suffering from a shortage of workers. AmCham believes that Taiwan's labor laws in particular are no longer fit for purpose and are preventing businesses and individuals from reaching their true potential. Digital Visa Launched MoDA, or the Ministry of Digital Affairs, has added a new visa for digital under the Employment Gold Card program. The move aims to attract global talent to accelerate the development of digital economy industries in Taiwan. Successful applicants will be able to reside in Taiwan without a Taiwanese employer for between one and three years. In 2023's white paper, AmCham encourages the government to move fast on digitalization, and while we applaud the creation of MoDA, there is still too much involvement across ministries resulting in piecemeal progress. A streamlined, clear plan for digitalization will unlock greater economic prosperity for Taiwan's people and businesses and help meet cybersecurity challenges. Taiwan's third wind farm inaugurated. The Formosa II offshore wind project located off the coast of Miaoli County was officially inaugurated on May 16th. A joint project between companies from Taiwan, Japan, and Australia, Formosa 2 consists of 47 turbines and will power up to 38,000 households. Many AmCham committees are concerned that the transition to renewable energy has faltered due to unreasonable local content requirements, which require wind energy developers to source a certain proportion of goods and services from Taiwan. 
Consequently, the government has admitted it will not reach its 2025 goal of 20% renewable energy. AmCham calls on the government to reevaluate restrictions on the industry that prevent wind energy projects from reaching completion earlier. Carrefour acquisition conditionally approved. The Fair Trade Commission has conditionally approved the acquisition of Carrefour Taiwan by Uni President Group. The conditions aim to prevent monopolistic behavior and protect existing small and medium-sized suppliers. Carrefour Taiwan's French parent announced it would sell its 60% stake to Uni President Group for a total of 29 billion New Taiwan dollars in July 2022. Unipresident also owns the 7-Eleven chain of convenience stores and runs the popular Starbucks and Mr. Donut franchises in Taiwan. While Carrefour's acquisition has so far been a success, mergers and acquisitions by private equity funds come with difficulties. In AmCham's white paper, our private equity committee calls on the government to ease merger and acquisition and investment processes. Besides these areas, AmCham also calls on the government to make it easier for private equity funds to exit the market. We additionally suggest that the government adopt an efficient registration system for merger and acquisition activities, including not only equity, but also asset acquisition. Integris opens hub in Kaohsiung. The American supplier of advanced semiconductor materials Integris has opened its largest global production site in Kaohsiung. The new facility will help the company stabilize its supplies to clients in Asia and shorten delivery time. The facility has been designed to operate in line with the company's 2030 corporate social responsibility goals, with designs to reduce waste, cut water and energy consumption, and increase the use of renewable energy. In this year's white paper, our Semiconductor Committee calls on the government to support Taiwan's net-zero commitment by incentivizing reduction efforts, ensuring stable electricity, and creating sound market conditions for renewable energy. The availability of renewable energy is a critical component in the sector's efforts to reduce emissions and meet the carbon reduction expectations of supply chain stakeholders. This was the special white paper edition of Taiwan Briefs, brought to you by the American Chamber of Commerce in Taiwan. You can find the complete 2023 white paper, including all our recommendations to the government, on our website. We'll be back next month with more stories shaping our world. In the meantime, you can listen to our executive suite interviews with leading personalities in the business world. For example, last month I spoke with St. Leo, Vice President of Qualcomm Technologies, about how he manages risks, the development of the telecommunications industry, and the importance of an open mindset. You can also visit Topics Online to read in-depth reporting from us. This podcast is made with help from Ghost Island Media. Until next month, goodbye. Goodbye.